Hello, sci-fi fans. This is Denise Okuda from Star Trek. This is Michael Okuda, graphic designer from Star Trek. And you're listening to Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. If you like what we're serving here at the Sci-Fi Diner, feel free to leave us a tip at patreon.com backslash sci-fi, spelled the right way, and by Audible. Get a free audiobook when you sign up today, audibletrial.com backslash sci-fi diner. Engage. Science fiction is an existential metaphor that allows us to tell stories about the human condition. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, where we serve up interviews, news, and our view on the world of science fiction. Come, grab a chair, and enjoy the conversations. I'd say we've got an unexpected guest. Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. Yes, who's coming to you? Hello, hello, hello. Scott Herzog here from the Sci-Fi Diner, bringing you the fourth and the last in a series of interviews that I did with voice actors in the world of anime at Zenkai Con 2018, which took place on May 4th to May 6th. In 2018 at the Lancaster Convention Center in downtown Lancaster City, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. This was an anime and manga convention that's been running for numerous years. This is my third year there, and we had a fantastic time. If you love anime and if you love cosplay, it's a convention that you really need to check out and make a priority. We always have a wonderful time, and they always bring in some great celebrity guests. Well, this guest I'm going to share with you, Quentin Flynn... Is perhaps was perhaps perhaps the most phenomenal interview that we did at the convention. Uh, he was funny. He is a voice imitator. He he does impressions and uh, does them really well. He starts out the interview doing it as Paul McCartney. If that tells you anything, uh, he's he's fantastic. He's done video games and anime and uh, video games in the Metal Gear series and also was in. Uh, the Digimon Delta Squad, Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy VII, No More Heroes, League of Legends, and Crash Bandit. Also has done work in Avatar Last Airbender, for those of you who have watched that. And Johnny Bravo and Mickey Mouse Works and the Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. And Spider-Man, the animated series, as a human torch, Johnny Storm. And Teen Titans, Timon and Pumbaa as Timon. And he replaced Nathan Lane in that. And uh, Samurai Jack, he was Monkey. So these are all different shows he's been on. And perhaps one of the biggest, Naruto. Um, and he was, he was in the, he was in Naruto as Iruka Umino. We had a great time chatting with him and we hope you enjoy this interview that we did with him. Probably one of the most fun. The audio quality is a little bit wonky. I had a mic go out of me and I didn't realize it afterwards. So I'm picking up off of one mic. Uh, but I hope you enjoy the episode. And if you get a chance to come to ZenkaiCon 2018 next year, please do so and please look us up. We'll see you next time. Well done, students. If you were trying to disappoint me, 
Tigers, you need more ferocity. Monkey, greater speed. Crane, height. Piper, subtlety. Mantis. Master Shifu. What? Ah! It's Master Uguay. He wants to see you. Master Uguay, you summoned me. Is something wrong? Why must something be wrong for me to want to see my old friend? So, nothing's wrong? Well, I didn't say that. You were saying? I have had a vision. Tai Lung will return. That is impossible. He is in prison. Nothing is impossible. Zing! Fly to Talgum prison and tell them to double the guards, double the weapons, double everything. Tai Lung does not leave that prison. Yes, Master Shifu! One often meets his destiny on the road he takes to avoid it. We have to do something. We can't just let him march on the valley and take his revenge. He'll, he'll... Your mind is like this water, my friend. When it is agitated, it becomes difficult to see. But if you allow it to settle, the answer becomes clear. The Dragon Scroll. It is time. But who? Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power to become the Dragon Warrior? I don't know. I'm your man. You are my man. I'm your man, baby. Oh, wow. Oh, I am. Austin Powers. Oh, yeah. And Dr. Reeves, that for me? That is for you. That's for you. And Austin Powers, yes. It's all right. So it's Paul McCartney. The thing is... <laughs> no, Yoko broke up the Beatles. I mean, I don't it's know true. what to say it, but she did. It's true. We, ha we have it on, we have it in recording now, so we're good, we're good. So oh, that's the thing. At this point in my life, I've got to say the truth. She was a witch. Ooh, and what made her a witch? Well, it was not only the way she dressed, but it was uh, the way she manipulated John, and she also went on to use... Um, People who would do charts, you know, and trickery and uh, manipulate, my dear friend. Um, example, they would go overseas and she would have a direct flight back to New York. Uh -huh. So according to the stars, they told John he'd have to come back via three or four different planes. Otherwise, it would be bad mojo. Oh, that, that, that's me. That's, it's wicked. It is very. It's, it's, it's very wicked. Just like the musical. That's <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Yeah. I, I get. I get it. Uh, did she star in that? Of course. It was, it was, the movie was uh, the, well, the, the uh, play, and then the film of adaptations based on her. But just to make it look different, they uh, put an Anglo in the role and made her face green. Uh, yes. Yes. I mean, years she was green with envy of all of us. It's, it's true. Yeah. It's very true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. So there well, you go. Yeah, well, we're sitting down with Quentin. <laughs>
Quentin Flynn, right? It's a pleasure. Scott Herzog from the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. Pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. And uh, I love that we have Paul McCartney on the show as well. And uh, hey, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, you guys are cool. That's right. Well, and you started with you start, yeah, yeah. And you started with Austin Powers, and uh, what is association there? Because you're on Robot Chicken and Seth Green, and he was on Austin Powers. See, Seven Degrees of Austin Powers. Yeah, and also uh, there was a uh, commercial that was back here in the East. Uh, I recorded an on-camera commercial for Neighbor Care Pharmacy back when Austin Powers, you know, was active, the film. Right. And uh, I played Austin Powers. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. That would have run for a while, and you guys might have seen it, except right. I ran into Mike Myers at a gig in L.A. Okay. And my friend said, we want you to go up and talk to him. You must. I said, why? Because we need to see you face-to-face. It's kind of like seeing doppelgangers. Okay. I said, you know, Mike, hey, you digging the uh, music festival? Because he plays drums. Right. Oh, yeah, you know, he's Canadian. Right, right. And I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know, I just, it's, hey, it's a pleasure. I'm an improv guy like you, and I love your comedy, and I just got to tell you, we just got done doing a project where I got to honor your character, Austin Powers, in, in this commercial. And he went, really? Oh. You know, I didn't get the connection. Right, right. But then later I found out what intellectual property meant. Oh, yeah. Wow. United Artists who called Neighbor Care who said, take it off the air. Then the writer-producer contacted me and went, man, for some reason we got to take this thing off the air. I'm like, huh, I wonder why. <laughs> Somebody got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? A direct line. No. Oh, you know, you learn. You do. You, you learn as you go along. Yes, yes. No, I'm being honest. Yeah, that's true. And it, I mean, and part of that comes to the territory. You've been voice acting for how long now? Oh, at least 27 years, maybe. Wow, 20, 20, 20. That's pretty exact, though. 27 years. Yeah, approximately. Wait, we're in 2018. Uh, I think it started in 92. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's 26 years? 27? 91, 92, so yeah. Oh, wow. And, and, it's not just been, it's been video games, it's been the, it's been animation. Yeah. Um, I, I assume that there's not a lot of difference in prepping for the roles. Or am I wrong about that? I mean, I'm not a voice actor, so you would know. You're the person in the know. Yeah, well, so. I mean, each thing, there is, a, you know, there's something specific that goes into all of it. It is acting. Uh, fortunately, I'm, I'm one of the actors who's done, uh, voice acting for anime, which is dubbing. Right. You have a project from Japan that comes over, they have to rewrite it. I have to take what's on the page, uh, dub it, make it sink into the lip flaps of existing animation. Oh, anime. How hard is that? Well, it's very challenging. You know, most of us who do it also have a musical background, it just turns out, because if there's a rhythm to it, and then you have to nail the lines, act, pull it off the page, make it sound real and believable in the moment, within a time frame. So it is a challenge. I was going to say, I was going to say that, that it has to be tough because you're trying to match up lips and yet you're giving these words and. Yeah, and it has to sound natural. Right. And, um, good luck with that. Yeah, <laughs> good luck. You, know, yeah, really. you can do it. Go for it. Um, and then, you know, West, we call Western animation or original animation here in America. I've done loads of that. Uh, again, in the 90s, I was the Human Torch on the Fantastic Four. Absolutely. Flame on! Yeah. And, uh, I replaced Nathan Lane as Matt Timon in, uh, Around the world with Timon and Pumba. I'm on the What a wonderful phrase. <laughs> That's then, awesome. You know, then Johnny Quest, The Adventures of Johnny Quest. I was Johnny. And through all of these uh, series and more, like Animaniacs, Woody Woodpecker, uh, Samurai Jack, uh, 
Bruno the Kid. Love Samurai Jack. Yeah, Samurai Jack, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And you just, that's when you're working in a group, an ensemble like this. We're mm-hmm. all working together. You and I get to work off of each other um, as actors, uh, which is different when you do the dubbing. You have to be alone. They can mm-hmm. handle one at a time. Yeah. And the same in the video game voiceover world. Often, I'm, wor- I'm working alone. Yeah. Now, I have less than a minute here. Do you have a favorite impression that you like to do? Or one that you go, I know. I'll just pop off a few. Go, go for it. Well, you know, Christopher Walken, everyone does him, but they don't get, he pauses and his mouth moves when he's not saying anything. I'm in Christopher Lloyd. Oh my God. That's a future model. We got, we got. I worked with Christopher. (laughs) He did Hamlet in New York City in the seventies. I said, is that true? He said, yeah. <laughs> well, what was that like? And he goes, well, the thing about Chris is he liked to take his time. And I said, well, the irony is you do too. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much. We, I'm, get, I'm, I'm getting the cue. I'm getting the cue. Like, yeah, he's choking back there. I got to stop the podcast. He's down. He's down. He's out. Well, hey, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to chat with you. Appreciate it. It's my pleasure. If you've enjoyed the conversation... The owners of this establishment would love to hear from you. Send your comments and feedback to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash sci-fi diner.